Memory is the sense of our psychological functioning, essential for every move we make. Getting dressed, having breakfast, driving to work, doing a crossword, making a cup of tea, nothing we do in our conscious daily lives does not require memory. So, given our reliance on it, why is it that memory sometimes or often let us down? And is this something to be concerned about or might it actually be healthy? Consider some of the many ways in which our memories feel like they are not working properly. There's the name you're told on meeting someone new, which you forget within seconds. The act of going upstairs to get something and then forgetting what you went there for. Or blissfully remember a foreign holiday several years ago without any memory of the incident at the airport that upset the family. It's probably true that everyone can relate to each of these memory failures and indeed they are failures. But it may be that we should not be overly concerned about them. The various types of forgetting involve different issues. For example, sometimes it's clear that we simply haven't set a proper memory down in our minds in the first place, like when we forget why we went upstairs. In other cases, there is clearly a memory there, but it's just not retrievable, such as when a name you know is on the tip of your tongue, or perhaps the memory has been altered in some regard along the way, when you're convinced something happened on Thursday, yet all the facts point to it being a Tuesday. So what is memory for and why is forgetfulness such a prevalent experience? Memory serves to give us a record of our lives, to situate us in the present and to plan for the future. It is essential to a sense of self and while memory lapses can be frustrating, there are ways around them which can sometimes be beneficial to the sense of self. If I'm constantly forgetting where I put my keys, I develop a routine to deal with the situation. It's a simple but effective solution which requires practice and remembering the enact. Always put your keys in the same place. Or if I want to remember someone's name, I ensure that on meeting them, I make an extra effort to register their face, say their name aloud, and perhaps try to associate it with someone else of the same name. Apparently, one of former US President Bill Clinton's strengths as a charismatic politician was that he always remembered people's names, but this certainly wouldn't have to come without a level of deliberate concentration. Okay, everybody, that's all for this episode on the podcast for DogCast. Talking about bad memories, I hope you have a good memory and not a bad memory. You guys can find me on some social media like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube with the same name, Douglas Fancini, okay? Or Dogcast on your podcast like Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Deezer, or, or whatever it is, the platform that you listen to your podcast, you can find me there, uh, Douglas Fancini. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.